Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, uh, it's always Friday, August 13th, 2021. Yes, it is Friday the 13th. And this is broadcast number 11 of our show. I mentioned last week, uh, as I was speaking at the top of the show, I mentioned it was episode number 10, and the question was like, well, how long would I keep mentioning that? And as I was having my son listen to the episode last week, because I'm in charge of the radio in my car, he's listening to the episode, and he's like, well, how many episodes do you want to have of the show, the total? And uh, I hadn't really thought about the end of the program before, Um, but I know I've mentioned this person's name, Alistair Cook. British slash American journalist for decades um, did his weekly letter from America for something like 58 years. It was every Friday and uh, it's nearly 3,000 episodes. I mean, 58 times 52, whatever that is. Um, I'm a math teacher. I I should be able to figure it out. More on that later. Uh, And to me, it's like, well, I'm just going to keep doing it every Friday, and I'm going to keep counting and not worry about the end. Uh, I know it's something like, well, it's about uh, every 20 years you can hit 1,000. This is episode number 11, and I appreciate your tuning in today. If you're listening to this on the day that it's dropped, uh, it is Friday the 13th. It's always Friday if you listen to this on the first day. It's every Friday, and I appreciate your listening to Math and Musings. I mentioned uh, last time that I was going on a brief summer vacation. Brief because, well, in the year 2021, uh, the school year never really stops. And uh, I realized that I I don't have to teach summer school. That was a personal choice of mine. Um, But even if you don't, uh, I mean, there's still four or five emails show up for you every day. Now, I guess you can turn it off, but I'd be more concerned that I missed out on something during the summer. There's that fear of missing out, right, Uh, that we all have this century. I worried that I'd miss out on something if I weren't looking at my work email when we were quote-unquote off. There was a two-week break between the end of our summer program. I guess, well, no. Was it two weeks? Maybe it's ended up really only a week and a half because we've started doing orientation sessions for our incoming students, and I didn't sign up for every single day but um, I told the uh, administration at my school that, well, yes, I would, I would be there to, uh, to help out uh, new students. It's always uh, cool, especially when, when I taught sixth grade, it was more useful for me because I, they were my students coming in. Now I've got seventh grade, uh, but we're doing seventh grade orientation this year, too, because there were... A lot of students who were in sixth grade last year who never actually got to come to the building. That's one of the unusual marks of COVID, that I've got students who are starting seventh grade this year who haven't been in a classroom since they were in the middle of fifth grade. And I mean, think about the difference between, you know, being 10 and being 12, just in ages. That's a huge difference, Um, just in your uh, maturity and your development. Obviously, there are other things going on in your life other than just math, 
I'm really only worried about the math end of it. Uh, but one of the things we talk about all the time at my job is, well, you do have to realize everything else that a person has going on in his or her life more than just your subject area. Before I begin today and really get into the meat of the program, and hopefully I'll, I'll hit on a few topics that are more than just the usual fluff I put out in my 15 minutes, I, I fully realize that the 15 minutes of math and musings is a lot more musings than math, and nothing of any consequence ever gets decided here. It's mostly just me talking about silly topics, things that I find interesting. Nothing really... That's, of course, nothing that's going to get me fired from my job, right? Or get me in any hot water showing up on CNN. So look at this uh, outrageous opinion that this random podcaster in Virginia had. Nope, nothing like that. But let me put out a disclaimer just at the beginning of today's program. The views expressed on today's program and every program of mine and the blog and any other outlet I have solely my own opinion not at all necessarily the views expressed of the administration of my school or my school district, State of Virginia Board of Education, Federal Department of Education. I speak for none of those organizations. Let me make this totally clear. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm going to raise way more questions than answers today. That was kind of the theme of our uh, orientation session, of which I've, I've already been to a couple um, for our incoming students, that um, we have Q&A periods with the students, and a lot of the questions are just, well, student, you have raised a good question, and I don't have an exact answer to that. Um, and it mostly because of COVID, because uh, things change all the time. It's like, I can give you the answer today. Like, yes, you have to wear a mask today, but that's probably going to change. Or, yeah, we're going to have, you know, just to hand you the bag lunch rather than going through, you know, scooping from a big dish like, you know, you're used to seeing in the cafeteria. Well, that, that might be true now. It might change next week. Uh, everything is, is totally subject to change, of course. And last year, we didn't even let their kids go to their lockers. Uh, this year, we're going to try to let them go to the lockers, but also give them the option of carrying around a backpack, which we never did before. Um, so th these things are evolving. And one of the things about the industry is that it's always changing. Now, I've been a teacher since 2008 in one form or another. Um, more on that later. And um, the, the number of things I knew at the beginning uh, it was basically zero. <laughs> and the number of things I know now is, what, 3%, 5% of what you could possibly know. Like Even if you've been doing it for 40 years, like there's still new things happening all the time and uh, new wrinkles to recognize partly due to COVID and partly just due to changing everything uh, in the world. As people come out with uh, new ideas and, and what's you know the new thing uh, that's going to educate our children. Because we all have the same goal. The goal is educate our children and make them productive uh, citizens for the next generation. Now that, that's unchanged. That's been going on since basically the beginning of time. You know, you do this yourself in your own private life. You want to make it so that your child can be a functioning adult someday. Me as a professional, I'm trying to make it so that my students can be functioning adults someday. I got the opportunity to experiment a little bit 
uh, over the summer school session because summer school in many ways uh, was not representative of quote unquote real school. Um, one is that, you know, there's no final exam, at least for, for my students, there's no final exam and uh, there's no report card. Like I wasn't giving grades um, per se. I'm sort of making notes and I'm like, I would do this anyway sort of making notes and sort of an informal system of badges is probably the the 21st century way to think of this. Like, have you mastered this particular skill? And like, am am I giving you the badge or am I giving you what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of score am I giving you? And I, I can't even, I can't even get away right now from saying the word score or thinking of it like a test because we're all so locked into, well, did you get an A minus or did you get a C plus? Um, or did you, know, did you get an 85% or a 62%? And this is one of the things that we, uh, t- in the education profession, we talk about all the time. And I'm, I'm actually holding a book right now, uh, well, a pretty good one. This was my summer reading. Again, proof the year never really ends. Like you walk out the door and you know, principal gives you uh, a book saying, you know, here's some light reading over the summer. Um, it's, you know, I sort of take busman's holidays on these kinds of things anyway. Like, I read books about teaching mathematics even in my off time. Um, so it was an enjoyable diversion. The book is called Building Thinking Classrooms in Mathematics, and it's um, by a person who, and I will note that this person is, is not from the United States. His name is Peter Liljadal. Um, he's a Scandinavian name, and a, he um, works in Canada. Important to mention because... Now, I don't know the Canadian educational system as well as I do our own, and I only know our own so well. Like no, nobody has the whole thing memorized. I'm guessing that in Canada they place less of uh, an importance upon end-of-year testing. And that's one of the things we're doing now, too. Everywhere in America, there's a less of a reliance on end-of-year testing. Like when, when I was a kid... Those of you listening, probably when you were growing up, if you're, you know, if you're over the age of about 20 or so, um, yeah, it was like the, your final exam at the end of the year. You had some kind of big, you know, government-issued test at the end of the year, and just because we want to turn it into a number and we want to score ourselves and against each other, and politicians want to see data, right? They want to look at like, oh, this teacher had some really good test scores. And it's important because there's a lot of money on the on the line, and, and this is why you find examples of like teachers cheating. Uh, because not in my district, uh, but in other places like your um, your performance review, which may be relate uh, ultimately related to your salary, may be um, dependent upon your student success just on you know on one test, and. Um, uh, maybe I thought that was a good idea when I was a student, you know, 20, 25 years ago, because I, I do well on tests. Um, not everybody does, and it's not necessarily indicative of one's uh, performance just on one test. Um, I read another book, this was a few years ago, um, it's called Teaching Isn't Rocket Science. It's way more complicated than that. That's the full title of the book. Um, and uh, the book is by uh, Dr. Douglas Green. Um, who I, I got to know personally a little bit as well, and, and corresponded about the book, that um, there's an emphasis less, lesser an emphasis on big stakes testing these days, and 
more of what he describes in a book as um, you know a, a system of badges to award students um, through their progress and it's more towards things we talk about all the time like uh, individualized testing uh, and in our individualized testing individualized education plans for everybody and sort of letting students proceed at their own rate because the way I look at it, um, you know, if 60% is passing, well, do I really feel comfortable with the student having mastered or being able to do something only 60% well? Like if you went to the doctor and he said, oh, this, this doctor, he's, he's hitting about 60%. No, you want somebody who's 100%. If it's a smaller number of topics, if they hit 100%, okay, um, that's fine, but I, I want you to have mastered it. I don't want you to just move on. One of the problems we have now is that, um, let's say I try to teach seventh grade math. Um, you struggle with it. Well, next year, I'm well, I'm just going to push you on to eighth grade math anyway. That, that doesn't do the eighth grade math teacher a service. It doesn't do the student a service. Um, and largely, what you learn is just based on basically the day you were born, like your chronological age. Well, because you're 13 years old, you're going, we're going to try to teach you this material. And that's one of the things that comes up in, in Dr. Green's book. I'm summarizing a whole book here in a, in a sentence or two. Um, but it's one of the things that stood out for me. And I, I do appreciate picking up items uh, from the literature that uh, math teachers and education people in general are writing about these days and um, because th there is a lot of money writing online and, and politicians want to see data they're willing to they're the people who have the purse strings they're willing to put more money education into education if they can see more results and the teachers have countered uh, basically by saying well, well we can give you more results but we need more money and it sort of becomes an arms race uh, with the money and um, and the amount of uh, time we're devoting to such a thing. Hence, my summer vacation being uh, kind of short. But hey, it's something I enjoy doing. When uh, when I first got into teaching, it was it was all about the performance aspect. I found later that's actually a very small percentage of it. Um, it's uh, it's in a way. Students ask me this all the time when I mention that. They're like, "Are, are you disappointed?" Like, well, no, I've picked up on other things, like actually getting to know people on a personal level, like getting to know my students on a personal level. Because if I were just stand and deliver, I wouldn't be able to do that. It's what I get to do here every Friday on Math and Musings. Math and Musings is presented by Michael O'Connell. That's me. For more information or to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.